Welcome to Creating Lifestyles and Building Legacies with John Balserac. John has been in the financial services industry for over 20 years and has dedicated his business career to helping families accomplish their financial goals by focusing on their core values, which involve balance and clarity of all four asset classes, financial, intellectual, social, and human. Contact John Balserac at 888-949-7475 or on the web at a4wealth.com. That's the letter A, the number four, wealth.com. And now here's John to help you create lifestyles and build legacies. And welcome back to another show of Creating Lifestyles and Building Legacies. I'm your host, John Balserac, with A4 Wealth Advisors and my co-host, the one, the only, Mr. Tony Shore. Tony, how are you this morning? I'm great this morning. Good to be here with you, John. Uh, Great to get together each week with you. I always look forward to it. Uh, Thanks for having me on the show. And I've had a great week. It's just been, you know, it's been busy enough to uh, keep me out of trouble and keep me from being bored, but yet not crazy. How about you? What's going on over there at A4? Man, things are happening. You know, we're, we're getting ready to go into the fall season. we got the kids going back to school today. Um, pretty awesome, you know? Yeah. Except that they're growing up too fast. If I could just slow oh, it down yeah. a tad, that'd be great. Yeah, we were just talking about that. It seems like, uh, you know, the dog barks, but the train keeps rolling. Uh very and true. Too fast. Very it true. just uh, used to be days would go start going by faster as I got older. Now years go by faster. They do. Yeah. Which brings us to our topic today, which is life insurance basics and options. Ah, life insurance. Because you're not going to live forever, Tony. Well, nobody lives forever. I feel like I could maybe, but uh, I've I've been told that's not going to happen. <laughs> Death and taxes. That's two things. Yep. You can just count yep. on. But yeah, it's really important to talk about this topic. A lot of people don't like to talk about it, but I think it's important to have what the basics of life insurance are. People don't understand it. Um, and if it's something that really should be considered as a part of your overall financial strategy. So we're going to be going over that today. Yep. And again, the whole topic of our show, Creating Lifestyles, Building Legacies, is so people can retire successfully you know, have all the income that they need and then leave a legacy, whatever they can behind. And a lot of times life insurance can be the vehicle that does yeah. that. You know, what, what might cost a nickel gives you a dollar tax free later, uh, which can go to your heirs. So big important um, vehicle that many cogent financial plans need to have in them and people out there don't understand. Yeah. So I think today maybe we can clarify some yeah. of that and help our listeners. Yeah, life insurance is one of those things that everybody thinks about, but I don't think everyone understands it. They don't, you know, they don't understand it. And a lot of us think we're gonna live forever, yeah. you know, forever. I think, you know, we were talking about that before we got on the air here. So um, we're gonna talk about, you know, how it works. And the first topic we're gonna cover today uh, is life insurance and how to gauge how much and what kind of life insurance you might need. Obviously, there's a lot of different types out there. Uh, at the basic level, life insurance is designed to replace lost income or to pay for your family's needs, right? So if you're listening out there and you are a younger couple, say in your young 20s, and you've got kids and you got a big mortgage and you don't have college savings put away, if a breadwinner were to pass away, that could be devastating yeah, to the yeah. family. 
Um, so you need to replace that income, okay? Uh, and then when you're older, maybe you use it for legacy planning. Maybe your kids are out of school, they're independent, the house is paid off, you have no debt. Then maybe you want to leave a legacy for your kids or for your church or for your, you know, your alma mater or whatever it is. So there's different needs and uses of life insurance. Also, it can you know, provide discretionary tax-free income if it's designed properly yeah. as another way to supplement your retirement income if you don't have enough yeah. saved. So we're going to try to dive into all that today, yep. Tony, and you know, help people understand. Yeah, yeah but, not, but again, not everybody understands it, right? Um, that's right. You know, in fact, there are different types of situations in which you may benefit from having life insurance. Um, and let's look at a few of them. You know, if you're single, and again, providing financial support for an aging parent or perhaps a sibling with special needs, you know, a life insurance policy may be worth exploring. Um, you know, the second most, um, I'm sorry, since most married couples out there depend on dual incomes, you know, most of us have to both work to accommodate household financial expenses. If you were to lose one of the breadwinners, Tony, that could be disastrous, because yeah. most families out there, not only the husband, but the wife, they both work uh, to make ends meet. So life insurance on both of them, if one of them were to pass, would lighten the blow. And then if you're at or nearing retirement, you know how would your spouse's income change if you passed away? Um, you know, how would your income change if, if the other spouse passed yeah. away? Well, you know, you might be making the same thing or maybe one spouse is making a lot more than the other, so it would be devastating. So these are the things we wanna look at. Again, make sure that your kids are taken care of. Make sure that you don't impoverish your spouse. You know, we hear about a lot of women out there being impoverished after their husbands die because they don't have any life insurance or maybe they, they check the single pension annuity for their, for their job and they die. There's no joint survivor benefit. So you don't want to impoverish a spouse, and you certainly don't want to impoverish your children or grandchildren if you can yeah, help it. Yeah, no, you don't want to do that. And the death of a loved one is never a pleasant thing to consider. But I know that avoiding this topic can have horrible consequences, can it? Very true, Tony, very true. So, you know, the conversations that we avoid are often the ones that are most important. You know, nobody likes to talk about things when it's uncomfortable. Um, you know, life insurance is something that people sometimes regard as unnecessary or that they're reluctant to discuss it. So I think that often people don't know how much life insurance they need, um, you know, which type of life insurance product is right for them. So a lot of them, you know, they might have a trust issue. Can I trust this person selling me life insurance? Is it the best policy? And, you know, because of these uncertainties that people have, a lot of people don't have any insurance at all. Yeah. And, and, th and that's a huge risk to yeah, take. That's not good. Because things happen. Things happen, right? We've seen that. I mean, I know, Tony, you and I know a lot of advisors around the country, and we've seen people unexpectedly pass away. I mean, we had one, you know, just in my own office this year, a 53 who had a major heart attack and passed away. You know, so you just don't know. And I think that um, if you have liabilities or people, you know, a spouse or children that you're going to leave behind, you want to make sure that they're taken care of. Um, so one of the things at A4 Wealth that we specialize in is assessing your insurance needs. Um, so the next logical question is what kind of coverage is right for you? You know, a lot of people want to know what should I buy? What is in my best interest? Uh, if you need something that lowers premiums but potentially higher death benefit, 
you know, maybe term insurance is a good option, especially if you don't have a lot of discretionary money. So for younger couples just starting out, maybe term is all you can afford. And that is a much better option than not being insured at all. Well, and let's let's take a moment to talk a little bit about what insurance really is so we're all on the same page. Okay, I think that's a really good idea. And, you know, it's best if we're all on the same page, Tony. So, uh, you know, it's first relevant to define life insurance. And at the basic level, a life insurance policy is a contract with an insurance company. It's not with a bank. It's not with a mutual fund or money manager. It's with a life insurance company. And upon the insured person's death, the insurance company will provide a lump sum payment to beneficiaries. That's known as a death benefit. In exchange for premium payments that you've paid in the policy, you know, typically the individual's needs and goals determine the right type of life insurance as well as the coverage amount. So there are different types of life insurance as well. You, you alluded to that a little earlier, like term and things like that, right? Yeah, correct. So you know, the two distinct types of life insurance are term which is obviously for a term, five-year, 10-year, 20, there's even 30-year term policies out there. After the term is over, they essentially expire, you have to renew, and the, and the premiums skyrocket. And the reason you know that insurance term is, is cheap is that you know, maybe 2% or, or less ever pay a death benefit, okay? But again, you may be insuring the most critical times, like you know, from the time your kids are born till they're out of college, and then it falls off. So that's how term insurance works. And then there's permanent life insurance. That means you can p- keep paying and the premiums will typically stay level and you have it forever, which means you know you, you pay for it until you die, but you're definitely gonna get paid a death benefit. Where a lot of term doesn't pay a death benefit and because of that, it's a lot less expensive. So you need to determine what's best for you. And you know everybody out there listening to our podcast today, Tony, um, you know, everybody's different. So because everybody's different, we need to find out what's best for them. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just it. Everybody's situation is a little bit different. Um, But go into those two categories a little deeper. Sure. So let's start with term. You know, the, uh, the idea behind term insurance is to provide financial protection, right? You're young, you're just starting out, you bought a big house, you got a big mortgage, you got young kids, maybe your spouse is a stay at home mom, um, so you're going to buy maybe a 10-year term or maybe a 20-year term or perhaps even a 30-year. You know, you want to wait maybe wait till your kids are not only out of school, but they're independent. Um, you know, you know how that works sometimes where they might move back in. So, you know, that's going to cover you during that term or that time period. And when it comes to term insurance, the premium payment amount typically stays the same. So it's like a leveled premium. And again, once the period expires, the insurance company may continue coverage, but the premium, I mean, I've seen it go from, you know, $100 a month or 200 to, you know, maybe it goes to 2000 I mean, it really skyrockets. Um, and when it comes to cost, term life insurance coverage is generally less expensive than permanent life insurance. And I would say that's almost always the case, okay? So you're going to pay a lot less, but again, the reason you're paying a lot less is it's going to drop off or end. The other thing, Tony, is if you become uninsurable during the term period and it renews in year 21 or you want to renew it, you may be uninsurable. You may not be able to get insurance, where if you bought the permanent insurance, it's good for life. You don't have to prove insurability or pass underwriting again. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's uh, that's huge. And it would seem to me that term insurance then might be a good choice for some individuals, but not everybody. Correct. You know, so like I said, term life, good option for people to replace income during their earlier working years. Uh, you know, it meant to act more as a safety net for younger families uh, so they can pay off their mortgage. They can fund college for young children, pay off debt, you know, those types of things. That's where it's good if you don't have the discretionary income to pay for permanent, in my opinion. Wow. Uh, well, you know what? Our time is almost up for this first segment. Is there anything you want to add before we take a break here, John? Yeah, just for listeners out there, just know that they can always call us. Um, you know, the point of our podcast is to educate the public, and they can reach us toll free at 855 260 7361. 855 260 7361. Or they can call us on our main line at 704-509-1141. Again, 704-509-1141. And come in for an insurance review. You know, let us look at what you own. Maybe it's antiquated. Maybe you're paying too much. Maybe you don't even need it at all. And we don't know that until we look at what you have. So come in, second opinion. It's a free service. We recommend that, you know, hey, other than your time, we're going to put the work in and do it complimentary to see if you're in the best position, um, you know, as far as having your life insurance needs met, and if you're doing it in the most cost-effective and efficient way for what your goals are. All right, that sounds good. And what's that phone number our listeners can call one more time? Yes, seven zero four five zero nine eleven forty one seven zero four five zero nine one one four one. All right, listeners, pick up the phone, give John a call, set up that complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation. And that does it for this segment. We're going to be right back, though, uh, to learn more about insurance basics and options with our host, John Balserak, here on Creating Lifestyles, Building Legacies. There are 96 different months you could file for Social Security benefits. There are over 9,000 combinations if you are married. But that's not all. There are advanced filing strategies that also can be used. By the time you factor it all in, there are over 20,000 different calculations that need to be run to find the best way to file and trigger Social Security benefits. Visit A4Wealth.com to request your free Social Security Maximization Report or call our office today toll-free at one 888 949-7475. And welcome back to Creating Lifestyles, Building Legacies. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. Our host, the man with the plan from A4 Wealth Advisors is John Balserac. And if you'd like more information about what you're hearing during the show, uh, you can give John a call or go to the website. John, what's that phone number and web address one more time? Sure. Uh, our web address is numeric 4 So that's a4wealth.com. And uh, the local telephone number is 704-509-1141. Uh, please give us a call, and we'd love to sit down and help you. Yeah, and you can also check out the radio page on the website, check out past shows, listen to this show or subscribe to the show. There's a button there for iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. And back into our topic today, we're talking about life insurance basics. And a lot of people don't understand how life insurance works, if they need it, uh, if they have it, uh, what can they do with it. Before the break, you defined life insurance for us, John, and broke down some of the specifics about term life insurance. 
And I, I believe now you wanted to turn our attention to permanent life insurance and talk about that. Tell us more about permanent insurance. That's different than term, right? It sure, it sure is. Yeah. So another option, we call that permanent uh, insurance, which is going to build a cash value. So term insurance does not build a cash value. It's simply you're buying a death benefit and you're only buying it for a term, 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 years. And then premium skyrockets, but there's no cash value. But permanent or cash value life insurance, um, this is going to be whole life universal life, indexed universal life. You know, you're gonna pay premiums, okay? Um, and they obviously are gonna be a lot higher than term because you're building a cash value. Where term does not build a cash value. You also get to keep it forever. You don't just, you know, 10 or 20 years. It's, it's definitely, if you keep paying the premiums, it will definitely pay a death benefit. So you have to look at that return on investment where you could pay premiums for 20 or 30 years in a term policy and then never get a death benefit. That money is essentially gone. It might be cheaper to have it as far as total premium cost, which it is, but if you get to year 21 or 31, that's all. that money's all in the insurance company's hands and you never get it back. Cash value life insurance, if you keep paying it, it's definitely gonna pay a death benefit. So. If we look at universal life and whole life, um, we can start there, Tony. Uh, you know, universal life is tailored to provide lifetime coverage like we talked about. And what separates it from whole life is that universal life are more flexible and give opportunities to raise or lower your premium payment. And that's important. I mean, if you know people that are in sales, maybe they make 10,000 one month and zero the next. You know, if you have a flexible premium, that helps. Where a whole life is a set number, you have to maintain it always, or that policy could lapse. So a lot of people like the flexibility of universal life, and often, you know, we see the biggest benefit from universal life uh, when it's part of a flexible estate planning strategy that is designed to preserve your wealth or keep it in your family, and it can be transferred to beneficiaries tax-free. So that can help build what we call it a for wealth, generational wealth. You can name you know, your children or grandchildren as beneficiaries, and of course it's lump sum cash, tax-free. Uncle Sam is not gonna tax it. So one of the best tax havens has been around for a long, long time, but many people do not utilize it. Yeah, and that said, how can a universal life insurance policy though, how does that transfer wealth? So, you know, depending on the design of the universal life product, some may be focused on providing both death benefit and building cash value. Others focus on guaranteed death benefit only. Other people may say, well, you know what? I want to replace some of my income so that from age 65 to 80, I have an additional $2,000 a month in tax-free income on top of, say, your pensions or Social Security or other savings that you have. So you can actually take out tax-free policy loans and then the death benefit actually pays the loans back. So there's two different objectives there. So we need to determine what your specific objective is so that we can implement the best plan for you. Yeah, so uh, what about whole life? How is that different? What's that about? That's a, that's a great question. So as the name implies, whole life insurance can be designed to give lifetime coverage just like universal life and because of this, whole life insurance usually have higher premiums than term, and they're often a fixed set of payments, okay? So one of the benefits of whole life 
It has a cash value. It means it can function as a vehicle to accumulate tax advantaged cash value over time. So, you know, you have to fund it over a long time to get that benefit. And this can be an option for those hoping to secure their wealth and then, of course, transfer it to their beneficiaries. Um, so, again, you know, a lot of whole life policies may not pay a high of an interest rate. Um, so it's going to depend. You know, you really need to shop companies, find out which the best one for you is. And again, what's your objective? Is it supplemental income? Is it death benefit? And for some people out there, you may say, John, I want to buy a hybrid long-term care life insurance policy where it turns into 5X for long-term care tax-free. So, you know, we need to find out what the client objective is, Tony, to make sure that they get the insurance that they need at the best cost. Yeah. And let's go back to the wealth transfer idea. It seems like accumulation would be a very valuable part of the policy. And and I think you're right. It's a great point. Uh, The accumulation element can be very valuable depending upon your situation. Um, You know, if you don't have a pension plan or you're going to fall short for retirement income, I would say that accumulation is very important. And it's helpful to understand the pricing and premiums of the types of policies we discussed. And it's also important to know how insurance companies calculate premiums. So I think that that's very, very important for sure. Well, definitely. It's very important. So I've heard there's a calculation actually that is made to determine an insurance cost, but that always seems mysterious and confusing to me. And I think a lot of people share your sentiment. You know, the insurance companies determine premium payments by using rate classes or categories. And that's sorted by risk, okay? So these categories don't affect the length of amount of coverage, however, only the premium cost. So, you know, having a good health history will help you get a lower premium. Yeah, and I think that's good. But uh, with all these different types of coverage and the different premium options, what's the right way to identify the right insurance plan? The first step is to choose between term and permanent, okay? Now that's gonna depend upon maybe your income and discretionary income first. So we have to look at what your income is and if you can, the affordability of it, um, and then what your objective is, what your, you know, how long you think you're gonna work, all those things, you know. So you do an analysis just like you do when you put together any financial plan. And then once you do the analysis, or the analysis, we'll look at your individual needs, you know, and then you go through underwriting and then we find out what your rate is. And if you can afford it, maybe we go with the permanent policy. So that's going to be a process. And everyone's going to go through the process and we'll find out what you can afford and what your objective is. And then that's what we're going to what we're going to solve for. For other people, Tony, they say, you know, John, I, I need a little bit of death benefit, but I, need, I want to be able to save a whole lot of money in this policy. Then maybe we go permanent and do an, indi- an, uh, an indexed universal life, which gives you the ability to make even more interest than a typical universal life policy and is a great way to build for accumulation. So all these different uh, policies out there are going to depend, but you come through the process, we ask a lot of questions and then find out how to optimize whatever your specific goal is. And then, you know, as an expert, as a fiduciary, we'll go through the best types of life insurance that are in your best interest and fund them and, you know, get them through underwriting and then issue them, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot, (laughs) a lot to sort through here. Um, So how do we figure out what amount we need? Is it, is it, 
as simple as replacing the deceased salary? You know, that's it. I would say for term insurance that you would do that. You know, if someone's making $40,000 a year or $50,000 a year, you know, you might get, you know, eight to 10 times that in coverage. You might get a million dollar policy. If it's kicking off four to five percent in in a dividend, if you reinvest it, it replaces income. So I think for term insurance, that's good. Um, for permanent insurance, you know, you're going to solve maybe for ha- what the typical return is going to be over you know twenty or thirty years, and what's reasonable based on past performance. You know, even that's not indicative of future. It gives us a snapshot and how much additional income you're going to need. So you're always going to be solving for something, you know, death benefit, accumulation and distribution. Um, You know, but if a spouse is making a lot of money and for right now you can't afford a big permanent premium, you definitely get term and get a lot of it because you're going to have to get the death benefit and reinvest it. And then that interest or dividends will have to replace the income of the breadwinner. You don't want to have, you know, if you have, say, example, your husband or wife makes 100000 and you only get 100000 that gets you through a year, a year and a half. That's no good. You have to have enough to get you through 10, 15, 20, or 30 years. So you need to make sure that you have enough coverage. You know, a lot of people out there, maybe your kids, uh, you know, want to have their tuition paid for college. So you might need 10 to 15 times of what your salary is to give you enough funds to pay you know, the mortgage and to pay for college because those things are gonna be expensive. So replacement of income is a big deal. And again, for a lot of younger families out there, you don't wanna be an impoverished spouse because you don't have life insurance. Right, you never wanna leave your loved ones in that situation. And I just think this is such an important topic, John. I'm glad we're talking about it. Hang on here, we're gonna jump from, uh, jump to the first question in segment three because we don't have time for it, which is, so if people know they should have life insurance, what's stopping them from getting it? And then you say, when assessing the when? All right, here we go. So, John, if people know they should have life insurance, what's stopping them from getting it? You know, when assessing the when, Tony, of life insurance for many people, it can look like an uphill climb. Um, In early years, you're working or going to school or just starting a family, As you grow older, the need for insurance continues to rise. In your later years, while you might be focused on debt reduction and leaving a legacy to your loved ones, considering life insurance as a wealth transfer vehicle might be another great strategy for a lot of families out there. I would say additionally, life insurance can provide tax-smart retirement income, and when purchased with after-tax dollars, income received from life insurance can be tax-free. That's huge, okay? Which might help in stretching out your retirement dollars. I know that according to one news release, as Social Security marks, uh, or as Social Security marks their 80th anniversary, one third of Americans believe there is greater than a 50% chance they will outlive their savings. And NorthwesternMutual.com says 24% of Americans are nervous about outliving their savings. 12% believe their savings will definitely run out. So, you know, using life insurance to create additional retirement income, I would think warrants additional consideration. And again, because you can take it out tax-free in the form of a policy loan, which never has to be paid back until death, it's just a great way. For some people who can't qualify for a Roth IRA because they make too much money, 
also a great thing to overfund, you know, index universal life insurance. So again, if you come in, call us 704-509-1141. We'd love to have you sit down, go through a thorough analysis and see what's right for you. All right, and that does it for today's episode of Creating Lifestyles, Building Legacies with our host, John Balserat. Thank you for listening to Creating Lifestyles and Building Legacies. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact John Balserac of A4 Wealth Advisors. Call 888-949-7475 or visit their website at a4wealth.com. That's the letter A, the number four, wealth.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. John Balserzak and A4 Wealth Advisors are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.